Oh my but, god, that was a horrible first thing for people to see. Like Jake standing over a dead body. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Top of the Table. It's the uh, it's Top of the Table <laughs> like after that dark. Scene from the Bad Lieutenant. <laughs> oh, top of the Table after dark here. It's ten o'clock. Time is report on Sunday. Brian here with Mark in L.A. and then Hank and uh, Jake over in the East Coast. Uh, decision day is here. Hank, do you need uh, Jake? You need time chopping up a body or something there? <laughs> Next no, no, we, we were trying to fix one of my lamps, and apparently it, it, it just doesn't work anymore. So, oh. yeah, yeah, just try turning it off and turning it back on. Cycle the power. That's not the issue. Uh, it, it's it's we're not, we haven't figured it out yet, but we're like ninety percent sure we're just going to buy a new goddamn lamp because I'm just sick of it. Did Bob Craft sell it to you? Not that I'm aware of, but so wait, yeah, so I don't are know you what, whining don't that know, something doesn't work? <laughs> Uh, either I need to get a new light bulb that I've never seen before that came with the lamp, or the lamp is shot. I haven't I haven't figured it out yet. I only fiddled with it for like thirty seconds. How many res Don't fans does it, it take to change a light bulb? Too many because they're all going to complain about it. Hey, speaking speaking of revs fans and complaining, how much I know do where this guy love your owner right now, the considering night. the events of the last week. What events are those? AT, it was MLS to ATX. Oh, yeah. That's not our owner. That's somebody No, else. I know what I'm saying. In comparison, how much do you love Kraft now compared to uh, to Precom? I mean, I mean look, I mean, just, just, because, just because you drop five minutes, Mark. Ask for five <laughs> minutes. Just, just because Kraft drops to, like, number two in the bad owner <laughs> power rankings doesn't mean that we've forgiven him. Number we just two. have a new punching bag <laughs> that the league is focused on. Yeah. Your answer. He's still laughing over what he said. Oh. He's popping for his own joke. Sorry. Uh, I pre-court. I, I honestly don't know what the the big deal is. He hasn't done anything yet. He's just said, "Hey, I'm thinking about moving." He's totally positioning himself to get into a battle with Columbus so Columbus forks up some cash. Well, right. this, is, Which, this is also, he said in 2013 that this, the town had the resources and this was the perfect environment, you know, for the team and to be there. So, Which town is that? Columbus. Yeah. So I do, I do, think, there some, I do think there was some posturing because, quite frankly, I don't know that Austin really gives two squats about having a professional team. I don't think the first time he had one. There's about 25 people in Austin who care, and they're all really vocal on Twitter. And I think they're taking the whole Russian bot thing to the next level. But aside from that, was there this much uproar when AEG shut down San Jose and moved to Houston? Yeah, it was pretty bad. But I mean, there was like the 25 earthquake fans that were making the same amount of noise. Right. Um, no, I mean it was bad for the for the quakes. A lot of those guys were pissed off. Uh, and I do think you know that that led eventually to them getting their team back. So it worked out for them in the end. Right. The league, the, the league was also in a much different. The league was also in a much different spot ten years ago than it was now. Right. Uh, you know, I think that's the biggest issue. It's like, well, you know, why does Shiva fold? Well, Shiva folded because that was kind of sort of another bad concept, bad ownership, bad idea. We're talking about a franchise that up until this year was the more or less the heart and soul of the U.S. national team against Mexico and a team that had been to MLS Cup two years ago. This is We're not talking about some fledgling team that's going to fold five, ten years down the road. No, we're talking about 
a team that's been around since the beginning. And it's not a team. It's a team that's just like, oh, we're going to move so we can make more money. That's not why you move a team for soccer. That's you move a team, you move a franchise because you think you're going to make more money. When was the last time a sports franchise moved and significantly started making a hell of a lot more money? Any, any, all the NFL teams this year suck. Yeah, it's not you know, a lot of the hockey teams suck. I, I don't understand why you're still thinking, oh, we can move to a slightly better small market and succeed. Okay. I, I don't understand. I don't understand it here. Okay, hold on. Jake raises a hey, couple. Hey, camera's on. I know. Sorry. Jake oh. raises a couple of good points here. One, uh, Columbus is a is an MLS 1.0 team. Mm-hmm. And I think they're they're playing in an MLS 1.0, 1.5 stadium. 1.5. Um, two, I don't know that the Columbus crew are the heart and soul of the men's national team versus Columbus Mexico. Is. I think Jake meant to say the city of Columbus. I know, I know. No, they're not the heart and soul of that the U.S. That stadium's still going to be there. They can play there anytime. Uh third point i do agree with moving a city you you don't move a team well let me let me say you do move a team for financial purposes yep but you don't expect to make a whole lot of money see charge first five years no No. that's the challenge for for pre-court i think is you know he's he is legitimately losing money on Mm -hmm. the crew and that is a fact and he doesn't want to do that anymore um you know what? When does he have the? How long does he have the team? Four years. He's put a ton of money into rebranding, not rebranding so much, but you know the whole, you know the new, uh, the new logo, the new you know crew soccer club, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, he he spent some money on that. He bought them a new sta- uh, stadium scoreboard after the last one, you know, caught on fire. Uh, which uh, you know that's that's something, but. Yeah, I think he's. I think this is all posturing right now. And you know, let the the uproar from the the rest of the the Twitterati out there. I I don't understand it because he hasn't done anything yet. It hasn't. Nothing has been set in stone. Nothing is written there. We saw this, and for Jake and I, who've gone through this back in nineteen ninety, was it ninety seven? Jake, when when Kraft was posturing to move the uh, team out to um, Eastern New York. I mean Hartford. I don't. I don't speak about the uh, Hartford Patriots. No, but you no. remember when that happened? It happened the same time the Hartford Whalers left. <laughs> and I don't speak about that either. So Hank has already brought up two of the five worst memories of my sporting career. Yeah. Thank you. They, 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 they misspelled. They so misspelled Baylor's on your T-shirt. Hey, 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 Jake. Yeah. How much are you getting paid for the Blur Witch remake? <laughs> Blair Witch Part Three. Wait, wait, hold on. There were there was a second Blair Witch. There was. Yes. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. When? Oh, hey, hey, the fourth point I wanted to make is Jake knows about teams shutting down because he used to work for one. This is true. This is true. Which team was that? Baseball team. The independent Bridgeport Bluefish of Connecticut. The city. The city shut them down. <laughs> the in the Bluefish of Connecticut. Really? That was a thing? Wow. Yeah. I did not yeah, know that. The city decided worked, not to renew the, the lease now or something. Turn into a, they're going to turn it into an amphitheater right next to the 8,000-seat stadium. Was that like a 7A ball club, or how many A's were in that? 
Uh, no way. That's that was why. That was why I said independent. So it's like, didn't Freddie Prince do a league. movie about whatever league that's in? They're all, oh yeah, <laughs> Jessica Biel was in the pool. What? Oh. Oh, that was yeah. the Cape Cod League. There you go. Yes, the summer. Right. Her, boob, her boobs are almost as big as Siggy's. Dope. So let's transition from there into <laughs> today's decision day. MLS playoffs bracket are <laughs> brought to you by. Last place. See, this is where every show every show turns into the uh, the skit where they would do the the women's bowling on Saturday Night Live, and it was always sponsored by some feminine hygiene product, and it would turn into all these all these douche you jokes. know one one liners about douche and stuff like that, and it's kind of where our show is turned into. I can't believe we took a three year break. So today was decision day. My my team that I, uh, employs me. Um, Dude, we tried. I mean, I don't think we could have handed it to you guys any better than we did. No. I mean, Dallas, holy Dallas God. beat LA 5 to 1 here in Dallas. LA scoring in the in the first five seconds. Yeah. Your man Siani. Yeah, and he peacocked. Or no, he didn't peacock. No, I no, I th- I think he was like unsure what to do afterwards. Yeah. But then he but peacocked then, when he gave up a couple more. The, yeah, he did. He did give up a couple more. Uh, if you if you have a chance, go back visit our show October first. We talk about my trip to LA and <laughs> the same Manciana gave up three of the four goals, one terribly, uh, and and he is known for the peacock. Oh my God! Yes. Um. So Dallas needed to win. They needed San Jose to tie or lose, and they get a goal in ninety third minute, ninety second minute uh, in Fergie time. Five minutes of extra time there in Minnesota. I will say it today, though. I said this to somebody: uh, if Dallas doesn't send out a questionable lineup at Minnesota, they don't lose four one. Dallas doesn't send a questionable lineup at Seattle last week; they don't get drubbed four to nothing. You can point to plenty of times over the second half of the season where it's been just a m- massive, historic, titanic. Um, Bed shitting, as Mike Lark, Mark likes to use, uh, to a team that everybody thought was going to win MLS Cup, and they just didn't do it. So, whenever you need to beat LA and you have to worry about somebody else to win on on the final day of the season, you sh- you don't deserve to be in that spot. And God, is this, so this was sad. the this was the wins tiebreaker, right? Yeah, like you had the yeah. same number of points as San Jose, but you had like one or two less wins or something. Right, but we yeah. had the but FC Dallas had the goal differential was plus twenty over San Jose. Right, but that's not the first tiebreaker anymore. Right, which right. I'm actually okay with. No, I'm sorry that it's it affects your team, but no. doesn't affect me. I don't care. No. <laughs> I've been but. rooting. I've been rooting for Toronto since the All Star break. Nice, interesting. Yeah, um, it was a crazy day out there. Lots, yeah, of li- lots of late goals. It was fun. Lots of lots of late goals. What I want to ask you guys: What did you think about the whole process of the idea of starting all the games at one time? I hate it. Why'd you hate it? Because you can't watch all of them at the same time. Um, Did it create any extra drama for you? Not necessarily as a Revs fan, but as a soccer fan. Like you know, we we were we had the San Jose game up on the press box. Yeah. While, you know, while watching this, because we you know we had one eye on the scoreboard. Yeah, I mean, it, the only thing that mattered this this weekend was the. Uh, was that a Serrano joke? No, it was not. 
Apparently it was tomorrow. What? It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter though, Brian. No, 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 no. Wow. No, I mean, for everybody else out in the East, I mean, the East was locked up. It's just a matter of who was playing who, et cetera. But, um, you know, for, for us watching New England versus Montreal, the only thing there was Revolution going to finally get their away game, uh, you know, so they could tie, uh, make it through a season without – not make it throughout the entire season without winning away on the road, and they finally did, uh, thanks to Kellen Rowe and his triumphant return to uh, the pitch and a beautiful Galazzo, which is probably goal of the year for the Revs, in my opinion. But So as we look at the standings, Toronto captures the supporter shield. Uh, the East basically finished the nice. same way whenever it started. There was nothing to be determined. Toronto, uh, NYFC second, Chicago Fire third, Atlanta fourth, Columbus fifth, Red Bull sixth, uh, New England finishing in seventh, five points behind at 45 points. Um, in the West, Portland comes back, wins the West. Seattle yeah, that, that was shocking. Yeah. Vancouver third, Dynamo fourth, Kansas City fifth, and then Earthquakes, as we discussed. Vancouver finishing third is shocking. perhaps not, not as staggering maybe as FC Dallas missing the playoffs, but pretty damn staggering. Well, they, they finished one point behind. Portland and Seattle were tied 53. Yeah. And then Vancouver at 52. Um, I mean, and still, that would that would have put them fifth in the East, which is still yeah, very, very quietly very down. We talked, we talked about that uh, yeah. a couple you know a couple of shows ago. Vancouver very sneakily, quietly moving up in the West. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you look at the, uh, I mean, Philadelphia doing six to one over Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, Orlando's a mess. Yeah, which but it means absolutely nothing, obviously. No, but it's it's still you want to end even if you're a bad team like New England. All right, miss playoffs. You go and you beat Montreal on the road. Is the only team you can beat on the road anyway. And like, all right, it's fine. But you you want to at least build towards something. Like I don't think New England or uh, Philadelphia or Dallas or even RSL. I don't think that they're all completely bad. But there's a lot of work that needs to get done next year. Yeah, and Orlando. Needs a lot of work. Yep. So did he play all the kids today, or what happened? I mean, well, Kaká announced that he wasn't coming back. He didn't travel today. He didn't travel. Yeah, so this is Philadelphia's last game at home, and they right. went to town. So, San, uh, hold on. What was that? Was I had a stat? San Jose gets in with a minus twenty-one goal differential. Oh, yep. Orlando City had a minus nineteen. DC United led with a minus 29, uh, Galaxy minus 22. But then you look at the opposite end of the spectrum, Toronto FC with a plus 37, Atlanta in fourth place with a plus 30. Holy cow. So let's look at your playoff breakdowns. Yep. I'm, I'm very, very unhappy at the East. You've got Vancouver versus San Jose, Houston versus Kansas City. Remember when Houston and Kansas City both used to be in the East? In the East, yeah. <laughs> and uh, everybody said that, you know, the East wasn't good enough. Uh, man, so what, what, what happened? 23 teams. And by the way, congratulations to LA to be the first team to finish 22nd. Yeah. Nice. Well done, guys. Here but, we go. Here we go in the West. Vancouver, San oh. Jose. Vancouver, San Jose. Who do you pick? Vancouver. Hank? I'm going to go with Vancouver. Jake. I'm going to see Portland, Vancouver in the uh, Western Conference. 
So, I mean, I mean you, you have to take Vancouver, but of all the teams that I don't think Vancouver wants to see right now, it's the Earthquakes. Because of all the, the, the what the Earthquakes are going to do is what the Earthquakes always do. They're well, they're not going to they're not gonna get five minutes of extra time in every game to win. Well, no, but that's what I mean. But, like, they're going to score late. They're going to take you to extra time. Like, Vancouver didn't want to be in the first round at all. They wanted to buy. They didn't get it. Now they got to play probably the one team that I don't think they match up all that well against. I don't know. I mean, you're going you're gonna to take Vancouver because they could be, you know, the number one team in the West. But I, as far as them going farther than this, that's not good. Who are you taking, Jake? Taking Vancouver. But I'm not happy about you it. You son of a bitch. Not happy about it. Sweep it with Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, move over to the other game. Houston Sporting KC. Mark. Houston. AJ. AJ De La Garza. Brown okay. Power. I'm going to go Kansas City. Jake. Can I root for the Meteor? Is that an option? Uh, probably in the conference semis, yeah. Uh, oh, all right, fine. I'll take Kansas City. Clint Dempsey won't be in that semifinal, by the way, unless they appeal that card. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take Houston there. I, was, I don't think there's a wrong answer in that game. That game that might be the best game of the entire uh, first. I don't know how Houston got in. To be honest, I mean, consistency. For a while, they were top of the table. Yeah, they weren't doing too badly, were they? No, consistency. Man. Chicago, like New York, Mark. I thought Dallas was top of the table. Wait, wait, wait which New York? Red Bulls. Against Chicago? Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with Chicago. Hank? Uh, I hate the fire. I'm going to go with Red Bulls. Jake? You're welcome, Mark Fishkin. I want to I see Red Bulls NYCFU in the semifinals, so I'm taking Red Bulls. You won't? It's the winner of Columbus versus Atlanta. Yeah, I'd be in the conference finals, and I wouldn't get that far. Uh, I, I, I thought I, they, don't they receive? I don't think so. No. Oh, it doesn't matter. His Red Bulls are sixth. Oh no, I'm still gonna take the Red Bulls, but damn it. Well, so Toronto will play oh, the Hold lowest. On. They do. Yeah. Toronto first, play the lowest seed. seed from to advance from the knockout round. So yeah. Right. So I would play right. the lowest. So the lowest seed. That's, would that's, be New that's York. what everyone. New I remember, York win. I remember tweeting about Toronto. Right. I wanted I wanted Red Bulls in New York City at some point in the first or semifinal round, and then I wanted Atlanta and F- and Toronto FC in the final, and the odds of that happening now are like nil. So who do you pick for this game? Red Bulls. Holy balls! Although okay. it's unfortunate because if we could have, if we could have the Red Bull versus the the the, the CFC dickbags, then we could have that one fat Larper fighting it underneath the subway again. That'd be good to see. <laughs> what? Take the fire. <laughs> uh, Atlanta United versus Columbus Crew. Atlanta. Hank. I think the uh, virtual Atlanta referee will uh, come into play on that one and uh, and give Atlanta the win because uh, I think Arthur Blank has written a bunch of checks this year and it wants to go all the way. All right, Jake, I'm going to ask you a question, and you're either going to say Atlanta or Columbus. If you say more Atlanta. than one word, I'm going to boot your ass out of here. Atlanta. Atlanta. Hashtag save the crew. Speaking of Atlanta, what they um, they did crazy attendance today. They did set another record today. It was like seventy five thousand or something. It was seventy one thousand eight twenty four. Jesus, which broke the previous standalone game of seventy thousand two forty five, which is against Orlando, which we talked about 
Are they giving them all free Falcons tickets when they show? I mean, just I'm wondering how they get all these people. To and come. Atlanta raised their season average to 48,200. And you got to remember, half of those games were at that football stadium, which I don't know what that capacity was, but it was only like, what, was it 30 Georgia maybe? Tech, yeah. yeah. So that tops Seattle's 2015 record of 44,247, and it's an all-time record, topping the New York Cosmos of 1978 at 48,000. And you know what? And you know wow. what? Atlanta's fans are not douchey about it the way Seattle fans were. The same well, Seattle invented soccer. Well, yeah. Right. I have a friend that lives in Atlanta, and, and uh, I didn't realize he was a soccer fan, and I called him last week about a completely separate thing, and he said, hey, uh, you watch any soccer? I said, well, yeah, of course. And he knew he just is on fire for that um, – on fire for that team. And he's like, I've got season tickets. We're doing this. When so-so gets back in the lineup, I was like, holy cow. But to to build on Mark's point, he wasn't douchey about it. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's wrap up decision day. Mark, did you like all the games going at one time? Uh, yeah, I had no problem with it. You know, uh, the only problem I have is that no team should have had a game in hand as of four weeks ago, and several did. That's my only issue. Jake? Yeah, I think it's just it's that old tradition of, like, you know, the World Cup games you always go off at the same time. I have no problem with the final day of the season going off at the same time. So There were 42 goals scored today. Is that a record? Yep. Shocking. Five against the Galaxy. Yeah. One was a PK. Yeah. By the way <laughs> – Clement Dopp, Clement Job was peacocking before the whistle was even blown. <laughs> Took out Roland Lamar. He got up. Peacock. He just got up. He was walking. <laughs> the ball was still in play behind him. They almost scored. And he's still peacocking. I get a text from Mark that just says, in all caps, you have a player named Llama? I'm like, no, it's, it's L-A-M-A-H. It's not. Mark has a fascination with llamas, if anybody hears. Watching are familiar. I'm gonna look. <sighs> Nobody's watching and nobody is familiar. So with that, we're gonna wrap it up. Jake's gotta Jake's gotta get under a blankie and go to sleep. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so oh, wait. When do the playoffs wait. actually start? This weekend or next weekend? Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday is the play-in match. Yeah, and that was one of the things we talked about last year is that Seattle won a play-in game and came in the very next round, played FC Dallas and and beat them because we discussed that's a team that, that basically gets a build momentum. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So it's Wednesday and Thursday this week. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then Saturday, Sunday, Mark, what were you going to say? I was just gonna say, you know, I, I, I'm interested to see what teams need to do to rebuild for next year. I mean, for us, it's, I know for us, it's a matter of, I think a scorched earth policy, get rid of half the players and all the management. Keep Siggy and Dom, keep Allison, Drini, and Legette, and a few other players. Get rid of everybody else. I mean, for you know, for 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 Hank and, and Jake, rename the team the Patriots, and they'll be fine. Um, you know, LAFC is going to come in and do what they do. Uh, you know, I just I just wonder what the hell, where are we at a point? Because we've got what uh, one more team entering the league next year, so we have an expansion draft. Player pool is getting thinner. And we're not getting that many great players coming out of college. So, 
how are teams going to rebuild? How are teams going to get better? How are how is any of this going to happen without a huge outlay of cash? Uh, I can guarantee you. I can tell you how local team here is going to do it. Is they're going to build through the academy? They want to spend right. any cash. Yeah, I know. But Dan, I mean, Hunt out, Dan Hunt sent out a tweet after the 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 men's team was eliminated from you know World Cup qualifying. That he was going to do everything he could now to to make sure that he helped develop the next American group of American players, which means don't expect me to buy anybody that you've heard of before. You're more likely yeah, but- to, you're more likely to sell those two guys in Dallas and just take the cash and spread that around than you are to go out and buy more guys. If you go and do your research, you'll find that MLS signed Maxi Aruti and assigned him to Toronto. So any sell of Maxi Aruti would have gone back to MLS. Interesting. <clears throat> you know, I, I do your research. Do you, do you think do you think Pereja is going to force Hunt into selling some kid that he's trafficking or buying some kid that he's trafficking out of South America? No. You don't think he'll try and force the hand and get, you know, other you know brown no, people I mean, to come in? And... I, I we want to talk about how we've got you know a dozen or so homegrown players signed to our roster, but. There's ends up being some random South American bon vivant that's going to revive his career here, and and then he's gone in a year. And yeah, but Christian Coleman, I don't expect him to come back this year. And he was supposed to be this huge, great find for us, and he never adapted to the to the league. But I mean, everybody can everybody can look at a homegrown youth movement and look at LA and see how horribly it failed. I mean, there's just you know. I don't but know that everybody it's, can I don't also know that look here and look at the players that Jesse Gonzalez, Victor Yoa. This is turning into a session of who sucks more. Right. Well, no, but it's, it's two different extremes. It's LA sucks because all their kids only play in LA too. And Dallas sucks because they sign all these homegrowns and they don't do anything with them. So well, Weston West, West McKinney, they didn't sign. And he well, ended up going to Shulka. So well, you weren't going to sign him, unfortunately. But it's it's no, you, they, know, you have you he, have he wanted. They never offered him a deal. He wanted to be here. Yeah, well, then that's just your idiots. But you look at not every not everyone has a, a homegrown market like L.A. or Dallas, Texas to to tap into. Um, you know, those are the two probably richest homegrown talents in the U.S. So you're going to have a lot of you know homegrown signings from you know L.A. from California from Texas. Uh, maybe even from Florida now. It's, you know, team like New England, who's been very good through the draft up until recently. Can uh, you guys lay claim to Nova Scotia, or is that Toronto? Probably Toronto. Okay. It's we don't even we don't even get to lay claim to half of Connecticut because New York City. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's you know to Mark's point, it's you know you're right. It, it is you have to figure out a way how to fill your roster in New England. Well, Hank, how many how many guys are we in the roster with this year? 27, 26? Uh, 26. And we started with 23? 22. So, yeah, you know, you're, you're looking at, you know, their MLS teams aren't even filling their rosters now, let alone a USL2 or an academy or all this other sort of stuff. So, well, and there's rumors there's rumors that there are a bunch of US, MLS2 MLS teams that are disappearing. Yeah. So, you know, so Which that'll is- be interesting. Which is something that Brian uh, Below, President of Revolution, actually said in the uh, the preseason, uh, you know, season ticket holder welcome event last year. 
he said, yeah, you know, well, we think a lot of teams are going to be moving away from that because the Revs had basically ended their affiliation with Rochester. And they said, we'll just loan kids out to wherever people need them um, and do it that way. And, it, you know, it ended up, you know, a lot of kids didn't get to play this year. A couple of them got to play quite a bit in, in San Antonio where Zach Harbo was and uh, Donnie Smith went to the Charlotte Independence, basically playing in his hometown. Um, and uh, and they both got a lot of minutes down there and they did really well. And, and Arvo went on to play for the Haitian national team and and, uh, and he had a pretty good season considering he never got a start for the uh, for a league game. I don't even. I don't think he got any MLS minutes. He got he, one U.S. Open Cup start. I don't think he. Had, I, I, no, he didn't play in one MLS game. I think Brian Wright got about 15 minutes. Donnie Smith got maybe two games. Yep. You know, it, it's a problem. It's, and, it's, it's, a, it's a problem. There's no place for these kids to play uh, across the board in the USL. You know, after getting a major coup this year with you know USSF assigning NASL basically to the third division. You know they got they they got it made with their second division and and yet they're losing a lot of their teams. All right, let's wrap this up. Hey, MLS Super Draft uh, twenty eighteen is going to be held when? Uh, January fifteenth. I assume late. Yeah, it's late January, mid late January. It's going to be in Philadelphia. Ooh, fun! Yeah, starting starting my mock draft research already. Nice. When is the College Cup, Jake? I have no idea. God damn it. Hey, congratulations, by the way, to the uh, Portland Thorns winning the women's. uh, Yes, absolutely. Congratulations to them. We got uh, time for for your plugs. Go ahead, Hank. Uh, At ISCO5, that's what I do. Anything else? No. No Midnight Ride? No anything else? I haven't done Midnight Ride in a couple years. Maybe it'll make a comeback someday. Sounds familiar. Jake? Midnight Ride After Dark? <laughs> yeah. Just remind me of Devin Howard in his... Uh, <laughs> Google that, kids. Winning Ugly. <laughs> no, don't. Don't. No, God, it's too late now. Uh, bent Musket, at the Bent Musket, at Jay Katniss 4-3. Mark, here come the musket joke. <laughs> No, hi at the Mark Via, um, uh, uh, yeah, at the Mark Via on Twitter. That's me. It's uh, all good. You can follow the show at Top of the Table TV on Twitter, Top of the Table TV. If you want to watch, <laughs> nobody else does. What are you tickled about now? <laughs> Just looking at Jake, he's gonna go polish his musket. As soon as he hangs up. Scarf a statue. <laughs> Gonna get all sorted. Oh, Auto-wide, pass out. Week. Save it's the not revs after dark. Didn't we do the? Yeah, did we do the hatchet? Save the crew. What are, we, what are we doing? Though? Didn't that right after dark? Fifty shades of revs. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's musket. <sighs> sure. What do we want? Uh, what do we got? What do we? What do we need? I don't know. Scarf the dark. statue. There we go. Ribs after dark. There we go. No, nobody, nobody responds. Nobody listens. But you know what? We came back after three years, and we got at least got this far. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us. It's been a, a weird thirty-five minutes, As but uh, we'll come back at some point before the season ends. I think. I hope. We'll see. Yeah. Let's do it. Cup, MLS Cup preview spectacular. Maybe. 
Follow along. Hashtag Reps After Dark for Hank and Mark and Jake. Uh, Sounders, Sounders versus Toronto in MLS Cup right here. God, I hope not. Oh, I just farted again. Nice. That's. I'm, I'm definitely that's going Toronto. Going. All right, we're done. We're it's going to be it's going to be Houston, Toronto. I'm out. Houston, Toronto. Yeah, that's bold. What? That's very bold. Yeah. Vancouver, Vancouver, Chicago. <laughs> Talk about a ratings bonanza. <sighs> All right, guys. Atlanta, Kansas City. Bye.